Hello and welcome. My name is Nicole. I'm a yoga teacher, and this is your podcast all around the topics of yoga, health, mindfulness, and personal growth. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm really happy you're here. Like, really, really happy. I really have to say that. Uh, because it's so nice to see this podcast grow and also I really need to say a huge thank you for all the nice messages that I keep receiving from so many of you and every time it's really just like ah it fulfills me so so much with happiness also to see that it's really people from all around the world who listen to it so on my podcast provider platform I can see where my listeners are located and it's really so cool because of course there are a lot like I think the majority majority is definitely from Denmark and Germany but then there's also countries like Singapore and Japan and Canada I remember and I think Mauritius and Australia and basically I feel like from everywhere and that's yeah that's pretty amazing so hi to wherever you are right now and yeah doing this podcast for me is just really such a project from the heart and so I think it's the just the best medium to share some of my learnings and motivate and inspire you to take care of yourself and of course discover the different aspects of yoga because it just has been such a game changer for me is this realization that yoga is just not about being able to reach your toes or being able to stand on your head or any of these crazy postures but it is so much more and I think I've probably mentioned that already a hundred of times in this podcast and you're by now maybe like yeah blah blah then what more is yoga and so this is why we are here in this episode where I want to give you a little glimpse into yoga philosophy and what I learned about it. So uh, kind of like the whole concept behind yoga so that we can better understand what is yoga really beyond the physical practice. And the thing is though with the whole yoga philosophy that I feel like it's a pretty complex topic because the thing is just yoga is such an old practice. It's like thousands of years old. So there are like super, super old sources and it's in so many different sources. And then of course it has also so much tra transformed over the years and so. But to just make it a bit easier, um, I thought to focus on one text which is also considered as one of the main texts of yoga which are the yoga sutras um, and that's a text written by Patanjali who is an Indian man and that was also uh, also like thousands of years ago that he wrote that but the nice thing is that in these texts he tackles the specific question of what is yoga and according to him he writes that yoga is a spiritual a spiritual practice to calm the fluctuations of the mind and then he has these 196 aphorisms that give you a guidance on how to do that so the text the whole text of him consists of these 109 169 aphorisms or like quotes and um 
yeah, in those, he gives this guideline how to calm your mind, so how to practice yoga and then reach the big end goal, which is a state of pure bliss, which sounds so nice. And I remember when I first learned about it, I was like, okay, crazy. That's just what's been written in all the self-help and development books today, which I think is kind of funny because he just wrote that like, I don't know how many years ago. And uh, I would love to go through all the 196 sutras right now, but that would take a bit too long. And then also some are, in my opinion, a bit like hard to understand. And it's also very much open to interpretation you have to say that because then of course it's also just the English translation of them because they were originally written in Sanskrit but I thought what I'm gonna do um, also to like make this a short introduction to just um, take some of the sutras out that I find are really really nice and that in my opinion make it much better understand what yoga actually is And I want to start directly with the first one that says through friendliness, kindness and compassion, strength comes. So I think that is a really, really nice one, even though it seems super obvious, right? Friendliness, kindness, compassion. Okay, yeah, that makes us happier. But I really think there is no reason ever whatsoever not to be kind to other people. Just no matter what it's super important um, to not let yourself be dragged into like a lower frequency of being unfriendly being angry at somebody or whatever just because of someone else's reaction so if someone else is being like not nice or unfriendly or whatever it's just he that person is sending out energy that belongs to them And by responding in an unfriendly way or by being annoyed or whatever, then we take that energy from that person and we attract like even more negative things by responding in that way. So it's so important to kind of like um, secure your own energy, not letting yourself be dragged into a lower frequency And also, of course, because he also mentioned this friendliness, kindness and compassion to have compassion if someone acts in a bad way or is in a lower frequency and realizing that is all about them that has nothing to do with you. It's all about them and understanding that and being compassionate about it and maybe figuring out how it's possible to help them, but never letting yourself be dragged down into that as well, which of course is a thousand times easier said than done it's so easy to just react and be reactive and just yeah react to whatever you're being confronted with which which with with whichever energy and that's of course often just super hard because sometimes someone is just a total bitch and then it's tough but i think what really helps is to always remind ourselves that we have no idea what's happening for the other person right now and what's going on in their life and whatsoever and what is the reason for why they are so unfriendly and so on and not letting that get um, just too close to us and realizing there's probably happening something bad and something negative and I don't know um, but 
just yeah protecting your own energy from it and and being proactive and figuring out maybe there's a way you can help or show some like compassion about it but i think that quote is a really nice reminder of that and just yeah then the next one is uh, when you stop identifying with your thoughts fluctuations of the mind then there is yoga and i think that's a really nice one because it basically means that yoga is really not only practicing on the mat but every moment that we take to go inwards so every moment where we take a conscious effort of being fully present in the current moment in the here and now and it can be just like sitting down focusing on your breath um, uh, focusing on the sounds around you focusing on what you see so really arriving fully wherever you are and that is yoga And I think that's also really, really nice, just realizing that. And then in the yoga practice, in the physical yoga practice of being on your mat, I think that really helps that it's so much about really going inwards and focusing on the breath. I mean, that's also what is totally cued by the teacher all the time, like inhale now, exhale now and so on. But really trying to doing that and and going so inwards because I think it's so, so easy, especially when being in a yoga studio setting with a lot of people around you to constantly compare. Look at how are other people doing it, starting to criticize your own body or thinking about all kinds of things. It can also be just like thinking about what to have for dinner or the, the latest fight you had with someone or whatever. And that is then just not consciously practicing yoga because it's just letting the mind go wherever it wants, but consciously taking this effort of realizing what are the fluctuations of the mind and not identifying with them, but taking a step back. That is yoga. Okay, next one. When disturbed by disturbing thoughts, think the opposite. <laughs> and that might sound a bit like naive or... I don't know okay well <laughs> don't know how to do that <laughs> it I, I would definitely say it's a hard one at least at least for me but I think the important takeaway from this one can be not to give in to negative thoughts or to any kinds of worries because when realizing that you might have any negative thoughts or especially just really because I feel like disturbing thoughts can also be very much worrying about something that isn't even there yet and I think most people are doing that I'm doing that so much that I just constantly kind of like worry about the future even though there is no reason whatsoever to do that because it everything can change just within seconds and then like all my worries were just for nothing because the situation is completely different anyways that happens so often to me and therefore I think for me I I understand it like that, that when I realize, okay, I'm thinking something that's not serving me right now at all, then thinking the opposite would then be like thinking about all the things that already went so well in my life and all the things I can be grateful for. Or when I also realize, okay, I just, I'm having negative, negative thoughts right now about myself. And I then try to consciously think about, okay, what positive things can I come up with? And even if I don't really feel like it, then I just try to repeat some kind of mantras like it and it can be something like I am beautiful I am confident I am strong I am wonderful 
anything, you know? Because even though if you don't really feel it in that moment, the unconscious mind doesn't realize that. And so just repeating that and telling that and making this effort that whenever you realize you're thinking something bad and or something disturbing, consciously trying to thinking the opposite. And the next one, which is contentment results in happiness. So being content and being happy with where you are right now, what you have right now. And I especially I connected with that one so, so well, because one of my yoga teachers in India always used to say when we started to practice, focus on being content with where you are and what you have and especially where your body is right now because it's exactly where it's supposed to be and that just made me so much understand that especially this where your body is right now the shape that it's in and what it's capable of and what you can do how it feels like it's perfect and so so worth of appreciation because then from here from there you can take it and develop it and work on it but being happy about where it is right now and enjoying that there is potential to transform and to progress that's that's just the importance because the importance is always the journey and not the end goal always like enjoying the ride and that's just really what it's all about in the whole kind of yoga practice and enjoying every single moment so accepting what there is and being content about it was for me a really really big learning and then uh, I have one more which I want to tell you and then uh, we're already done for today but this one I also feel super important which is each individual person perceives the same object in a different way according to their own state of mind and projections Everything is empty from its own side and appears according to how you see it. And that's just so, 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 so true. So everyone perceives everything just out of their own perspectives. It starts from like how they grew up, in which culture they grew up, where in the world they grew up, but then also what just as simply as what kind of day did they have. If someone is already in a super bad mood, then he might perceive things much worse than someone who's maybe in a super good mood and so and that it's all um, in the eye of the perceiver or how do you say it I don't know but it's all about looking at it maybe sometimes from a different um, perspective um, and realizing that from that things on their own are just empty but it's us who gives meanings to things And the whole game changer about this is then trying actively to see things from a different perspective and trying to see the positive in everything because there is something positive about everything. And if, if it's something super shitty that happened, that can st it can still be seen as this was supposed to happen because due to that something good is gonna come out of it. Or And we maybe might not see that right now. But in the long term, it will turn out as something good. And also believing in that helps so, so, so much. And I don't know, maybe this is a bit too far-fetched for you right now. But I feel like for me, this really means so much that we have just so much freedom in life because we can decide what we want to place meaning on and also what we don't want to place meaning on and be like, 
if, if there's something that bothers us or that we don't like, that we actively try to take the meaning away from it and realize it only bothers us because we allow it to and because we give it a meaning. And just the same in the opposite way that we really take more effort to find love and appreciation for what we have in our life. Because I think especially today we all feel like we can have everything and there are so, so many uh, opportunities and so many different especially like different opportunities and we can always have something better, have someone better, do a cooler job, travel to a more amazing place and it can just always be better, better, better and more amazing and whatsoever and realizing to to give more meaning to what we have and also not uh, and um, that comes maybe now a bit more actually back to the contentment one, being content with what we have and and yeah finding gratefulness for that as well yeah i feel like that was a highly spiritual episode but nevertheless i hope you enjoyed it and i definitely plan to do some more episodes on yoga philosophy because there is definitely so much more to say i think alone on the on the yoga sutras you could probably do i don't know a thousand episodes i want to finish off with a book recommendation that I received from one of my lovely listeners, from one of you. It's on my list. I haven't read it yet, but uh, it sounds super nice. So let's try it out. It's written by Anders Ericsson and it's called Peak, How All of Us Can Achieve Extraordinary Things. And I think it sounds super inspiring, <laughs> super motivating. So let's give it a try. Um, And thank you, Toby, for recommending it. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or your evening or your night and wherever you are. <laughs> and of course, if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast, rate it on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you can write a review. I would love that. And tell everyone about it. And thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you lots of love. Take care and namaste. Namaste.